4: All right, Carver High. So uh, UConn's moving. They're inside the 20, and uh, they're finally uh, getting close, getting close to scoring. Now, remember, Marshall has one of the best defenses in the country. They've allowed nothing today in this game. They're up 21-zip, but they're at around the 17-yard line of Marshall. The kid Turner threw another pick, but the kid bobbled the ball and stepped out of bounds. He did catch it, but he was bobbling it when he stepped out of bounds. So UConn's turned it over twice. His fumble, his pick, that would have been a second pick. He is an atrocity watching this quarterback. He's so awful. He is so awful. I don't even know what is happening. There's no way that kid is their quarterback. Something else happened. Somebody got hurt, something, because I don't know what I'm watching. It's like I'm watching some running back play quarterback or something. He has zero skills. Anyway, what did you want to say about uh, the Vikings? I know you got more Kirk Cousins, et cetera.
5: Uh, Yeah. I was going to ask you right before the break, would you, it looks like right now, I'll give you the matchups in a moment. Like they're going to have a team like Detroit or Washington go to them the first weekend, the wild card weekend. Are we on whoever's going there that weekend, no matter who it is, whoever's going to Minnesota, are we on them? No matter what, are we betting on that team?
4: Well, the lions stomped them out in Detroit and they had no problem meeting them. And I'm not, uh, opposed to betting on the lions. I would not bet on the Washington commanders against the Vikings. Uh, I'll be honest with you, but, uh, you know, I'm going to be very careful betting on the Vikings because I don't trust yeah. them. Now, look, wh- I said this on in game live with Marinci, not only did they come back from 33 down and they won the game, which was a miracle. I still lost the bet by a hook. They came back from 33 yeah. down, yeah. and they won 39-36, and I laid three and a hook. I lost by a hook. Yep. So the greatest comeback in NFL history, not only did I watch it, I lost a bet on it, and I was down 33 nothing and I won the game. Now, that's the second game. I won the game and lost a bet. I won, uh, Argentina won, and I bet on them to win, but they had to win in 90 minutes. So I bet yeah, plus 160 yeah, and lost that line. bet too. Two bets this weekend, bad beats. I got beat on teams that won. They both won, and and they didn't cover. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Uh, what it was just the worst. I, I don't. I think Argentina you, was way worse because I was jumping around, dancing around, and, and yelling and screaming that they won. And I texted you that yeah. they won. And I thought I was catching this ticket. I opened up my my book, and and I saw I lost all the money. And I'm like, how did I lose the yeah. money? That has to be 90, a mistake. And then I I don't know all these things about. Line. 90-minute yeah. line and all this other nonsense some draws and all this other. i just bet him to win i thought i bet him just to win the game and so yeah. i was stupid
5: soccer very tricky uh do you want to see cousins jacket after the game on saturday i know you yes to me look at your boy yeah. i mean this is like straight out of my closet here's kirk cousins story with the jacket Whoa. what would you have to come back not uh my wife dresses me so uh, I, I she put it, she put it out last night, and I, I looked at her, like I don't know, and uh, she nodded. You got to do it. So, uh, so here we are. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, a jacket. fun jacket. That is a great Joe's. Yeah, great I one.
4: like his, uh, you know, bling better. No shirt, bling, sunglasses. Yeah. When he's got eighty yeah. chains on his neck, that's way better.
5: That's nice, too. Uh, Colts did lose running back Jonathan Taylor in that game. He's done for the season. Ankle injury. NFL insiders are convinced that Jim Ursay will go after Jim Harbaugh after Michigan completes uh, the college football playoff, whether that's one game or two. Uh, many believe that Ursay will go after Harbaugh. Why would Please you want to work in? for oh, that lunatic? I, I, I mean, I honestly, know. like, if you were at the
4: University of Michigan making $9 million and – that guy offered me of fifteen million dollars to work for him. I would stay at Michigan yeah. six ways till Sunday. No way would I work and for that. the king loser. of the world,
5: uh, I I agree. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for all coast to coast on a Monday. Sirius XM one fifty nine Sports Map Sports Byline. Good to have you with us. Uh, finally, Saturday night, Scotty, we did not get. The snow we thought we were going to get until there was about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. But the Bills and the Dolphins played a hell of a game. 32-29. Bills win it. Tied at 29 at the end. They cleared all the snow out for Tyler Bass on the NFL Network.
1: This place is about to blow. He makes this. Good snap.
5: Good hole. Good kick. slide into the postseason for the fourth straight year.
1: Ooh. Sliding on the field, sliding in the playoffs, sliding DMs, man. It's awesome. What's going on up here in Buffalo?
4: Yeah, the Bills keep winning and the Dolphins keep losing. I'll give you this, though. Uh, After all that uh, ridiculousness of uh, the weather and the cold and the air conditioning and no shirts, blah, 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 snow, snow snowstorms, blizzards, uh, I thought the Dolphins played great. And the Bills could not Mm -hmm. stop Hill or uh, Waddle at all, not even close. There wasn't one guy, including all of their pro bowlers, uh, White, he got roasted like five times. I mean... He got roasted so many times, I thought he was the uh, Christmas dinner. I mean, literally, I thought he was the turkey in the oven. Uh, They can't stop those receivers. That's a problem. That that is a problem. Honestly, they played great in Buffalo in the cold snow. Uh, Buffalo's lucky they won the game.
5: We'll come back. We'll look at the playoff picture after this.
4: So uh, any of it bother you at all, or you're just glad they won and they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. They win close games. They got it done. How do you see it?
5: I thought it was a good win for them. They had a bad third quarter. They toughened up in the fourth. They came back and won the game. You know, the knock on them before a couple of weeks ago was, well, they only win blowouts. They never win close games. Now they play close games every week. And now that's no good either sometimes. So... Uh, I thought that Miami came and played. I thought they deserve a ton of credit and respect because everybody bashed them all week thinking that they were going to go in the snow and they weren't going to play well. They did. Those were two really good teams on Saturday night, two playoff teams. They played a hell of a game, and the Bills were a little bit better. They couldn't stop Hill and Waddle. Miami couldn't stop Josh Allen. Few teams can. Uh, And so that's kind of just the way that it went down uh, at the end. The Bills made one or two more plays than they did. Uh, And they ended up winning the football game. I I think they'll play again, too. Uh, I think you're going to get round three uh, in January in Orchard Park. uh, And they'll have the rubber match. uh, Because I think Miami's going to win whoever they play the first weekend. Wherever they go, if they get in, I think that they're tough enough that they can win. I think they can win in Kansas City. I think they can win in Kansas City. I think they can win whoever wins the South. I think that Miami uh, will be live that first weekend no matter what. They need to
4: win. They need to win a game right now they they haven't yes. won in a month yes. okay so no, all this they talk do.
5: about
4: I'll just talk about anything else they need to win an effing game they, because they haven't they, won in a they month
5: they do they do they also on this trip played two of the what we consider the five teams that are going to win the super bowl the niners and the bills that's two of the five teams we have at the top and they lost to those two teams i'll admit the charger loss was awful they played bad in that game but they got the Packers at home Christmas Day. That's a game they got to win. Packers suck. They got to beat the Packers at home uh, when they're home for the first time in a month. Here's what you're looking at Bills are the one. Kansas City is the two. Bills would get the bye right now because they beat them. Cincinnati, three. Tennessee is four. Baltimore, Chargers, Dolphins, five, six, seven in the AFC right now. Patriots and the Jets hanging on at seven and seven, one game out. Jacksonville, only one game out of Tennessee for the AFC South.
4: Uh, well, I got to tell you, I mean, honestly, like what I'm seeing right there is you know, Miami better win because they're about to lose uh, the playoffs and they got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, Tua and uh, that defense. And you're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, you're starting to look like the Chargers, the team that everybody thinks is going, but isn't right. The Chargers are breathing down their neck and they beat them and they won again, two in a row. And the Dolphins, three in a row losses. You keep losing. New England, the Jets, and Jags, and Vegas are all right nipping at your heels. Mike, they can't afford another loss. They, they haven't won yeah. in a month, and they need, and I know it's been three weeks. Four weeks ago is the last time they won. Okay, that's a month to me. Yeah. So all I know is they better win this week, or they are not going to the playoffs. They're going to they're gonna choke.
5: They finish home Green Bay at New England home Jets uh, the last three weeks for the. Do- so they're playing those two teams that are right behind them uh, the last couple of weeks of the season. So that will tell the tale. NFC, the Eagles of course are 13 and one. Minnesota's 11 and three. they're the two right now. Niners are a game behind them at 10 and four. Tampa is the head in the mess that we talked about earlier. Cowboys, Giants, and Washington are the three wild cards. But as you see, Seattle and Detroit, 7-7, seven and seven, right there, knocking on the door with three games to go.
4: Well, I think the commanders are posers, so uh, I yeah. want the Lions to get in because they played their ass off. The Lions deserve to be in, and uh, the commanders uh, are losing left and right. They had the tie, now a loss. Uh, I want to see the Lions get in, and I have no feelings. I mean – I want
5: to uh, I, I want to
4: bet on a team and believe in a team that's pulling off something unfathomable, that they are winning every single week, no matter where they play, home or road. They deserve it. I don't think – you know, Washington, they're still crying about the refs. They're still crying a day later. So give me the Lions. I, I want the Lions. And I got to tell you, I think Seattle's pouting out too. They're puttering to the finish line. They're not going to go anywhere.
5: They're – they're in big trouble uh Washington is at San Francisco this week the Lions are at Carolina uh Seattle's at Kansas City all three of those teams playing road games uh this coming week uh right there at the bottom of that NFC playoff picture of course that's a big game for Carolina too uh that Detroit Carolina game coming up I think Detroit will beat them. Uh, I do, too. So Detroit, minus three, road favorite right now, uh, going into Carolina against the Panthers. Uh, Here is your updated weekly look at the top ten of the NFL draft. Of course, Houston, they're getting close, Scotty. I think they're a week or two away from locking up that top spot. Bears would get the two right now. Seahawks through Denver would get the three. Cardinals, Lions through the Rams would get the five. Colts, Falcons, Panthers, Eagles through the Saints at nine. And the Packers uh, would be ten right now.
4: Well, at least the top two teams are going to get players because they deserve it because of their, you know, awful football. I mean, they're just awful football teams, and they all they do is lose, yep. and they need help. Uh, these other, the you know, Seahawks get the third pick uh, because of the Russell Wilson. That's a joke. The Eagles getting that New Orleans pick. That's a joke. The Lions getting the Rams. They deserve it. They deserve it. I'll tell you what, though, the way they're playing, winning, what they're building in Detroit, I mean, look out. If they could – you know what they need to do for me to believe is do it again next year, not just this year. Don't do it because yeah. they do it once every 10 years. They'll have a good year every one of every 10 years, and they make the playoffs once every 10, 15 years, and then they go right back to sucking again. They need to, for once, just start winning. You know, have two good years in a row that they're building something – and they're, you know, drafting right, and they are putting to get like, a kudas turned into a player. You know, they got Hutchinson. Build, keep building a, a franchise that wins. That's how you win in the NFL is, is building through the draft. Free agency, that's not the answer. Uh, paying guys tons of money in free agency, that's not the answer. Drafting, talent, and coaching, that's how you get it done.
5: There you go. Uh, there's your look at the NFL. We're going to do the line share in a couple minutes. I'll save the Packers and the Rams. All of that we'll do tonight. The props, the game itself uh, in the line share after the break, Scotty. All right. Uh, let's spend a couple minutes at least here. World Cup final yesterday morning. Messi and Argentina outlast Mbappe in France. Absolutely legendary all-time game. Probably the greatest World Cup final. I know there's recency there, but it just might be. How about our boy? Andre's canter, Scotty, on Telemundo calling the Argentina win.
4: Argentina and our old friend Pete Mundo (laughs) good for him he finally got Um, a world cup
5: what a game uh what an absolute classic I was great like like me and you up up and down roller coaster. I mean, Messi makes a play. Mbappe, those two goals. I mean, the second one, really, he got the penalty kick to get it to two one. That goal, he had to tie it at 2. Sick. Was absolutely ridiculous. Of course, you knew the ref would be involved, handing out penalties like tic tacs. Uh, but look, the one that tied the game at three, it hit the guy on the arm. I, I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't much the ref could do there. It hit him square in the elbow. Right. <laughs> I can't believe that the they, that they had
4: two penalty kicks and uh, that they blew it uh, that they were up two nothing with 10 minutes ago yeah. and blew it is beyond me. Uh, and then that, th- yeah. that they were up 3-2 with 30 seconds left and then they gave up the handball and then 3-3 and then PKs. I mean it was the most incredible yeah. soccer game I've ever watched in my life. And then I thought I won and I still lost the bet. I mean I can't win even when I win. Yeah.
2: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Know your prey. This is a whole new jungle. This is the Lion's Share.
4: Brought to you by BetMGM. All right, introducing uh, BetMGM's 12 days of giveaways, BetMGM players are gonna receive a daily rewarded login during the 12 days of giveaways. So the day six offer, BetMGM players are gonna receive day six of the 12 days of giveaways reward of multi-sports 25% parlay boost token. Minimum three legs plus 400 odds or maximum stake of 100. How do you do it? One, log into BetMGM and receive a multi-sports 25% parlay boost token. Two, to use the token, add a parlay wager with a minimum of three legs plus 100 odds or a maximum stake of 100 made up entirely of any sports wager to your bet slip and activate the token. Three, if you win your boosted multi-sports parlay wager, you're gonna receive 25% of extra winnings in cash. Your styling, day six, of the 12 days of giveaways, Garver High. Uh,
5: yes, uh, and that means halfway there. We're getting very close, Scotty, uh, with Santa coming down the tr- uh, down the chimney on what? Saturday night? Uh, we're almost there. Uh, uh coming up this week. Uh, before we get to the Packers and the Rams tonight, Monday night football, the lion's share, all that stuff, I do have some pretty interesting breaking news for you, and that would be Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts Uh, from the Philly Inquirer just now, suffered a shoulder sprain during the Bears game that could sideline him for the next two games, uh, Scotty, according to this. It happened in the third quarter yesterday against the Bears. uh, MRI's the whole deal. Shoulder sprain. The line for Saturday's game against the Cowboys has now shot to Cowboys minus six. So there you go, Sky. That says it all right there uh, that he's probably not playing on Saturday.
4: Yeah, I mean, how uh, absolutely unfortunate is that? The game of the year is now ruined.
5: Yes, uh, Minshew mania time. Uh, Gardner Minshew, uh, the Eagle backup, as we know. Uh, It looks like he would be the guy. Uh, They play the Cowboys this week. They play the Saints at home next week. They're trying to, of course, lock up that one seed. If they did that and he has this shoulder sprain, I would find it very hard to believe he would play the last game of the year against the Giants, if they wrap up the bye before that, why wouldn't you just sit them until the playoffs, right, Scotty, at this point? I mean, I wouldn't even mess around with it. You just sit them down, uh, and away you go. Yeah, I mean, uh, the guys'
4: uh, health in the postseason is all that matters. Uh, they've already wrapped up the division. They've wrapped up uh, the number one seed and the bye. Uh, it doesn't matter, right? Like, there's nothing they can do to screw that up, right?
5: So why play him? No, they could screw that up. They could screw that up over the next two or three weeks. Really? They lost all three of their games. They Oh, they could screw that up. Uh, that they, they absolutely can. Uh, so they, they do need to win probably at least a game, you know, here over the next couple of weeks. Well, let's hope they screw it up sure then. Why can... not? I have
4: no problem with that. What do I care if they screw it up? <laughs> let's
5: have, I've let's never have, liked let's Philly to begin fun. with, so that would be screw, fantastic. Screw it up. Screw it up. <laughs> let, the, let the Cowboys beat them this week. Uh, and then you'll have uh, Minshew Mania shaking in their boots next Sunday against the Saints. All right, we have Monday Night Football tonight to finish off week 15. That is the Rams with Baker Mayfield into Lambeau against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. This has actually now gotten to seven and a half as I sit at this very moment, a total of 39 and a half for tonight's game.
4: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, originally, uh, you know, when it was seven, I was on the Rams when it got to seven and a half, I was still on the Rams. But what I did instead was, uh, I believe that this game tonight, I don't believe the weather forecast. I really don't. That it's going to be 25 degrees because everything I'm mm. seeing, uh, in, in green Bay says it's going to be 15 degrees. There's a big difference. Yeah. 25 and 15, 15 freezing ass. And I, I, rock hard field, 15 degrees. Both teams stink. One's four and nine, the other's five and eight. They're both had nothing but problems this year. Scoring, I'm on the under. I'm on the under 39 and a half. I was this morning with you. I checked with you, what you're doing. I'm on it. I wanted to see if you were on it. I'm more comfortable betting the under than I am taking either side. I don't trust the Rams. I liked him at seven, but I don't trust them enough better than the under. To be honest with you, I thought that was the best bet because I don't trust the Packers at all.
5: Uh, I'm on the under as well. I think this is going to be very similar to the Ram game we saw last week with Baker Mayfield. 17-16, somewhere where both teams are in the teens. I I don't think that you're going to get a ton of scoring, especially with those conditions tonight at Lambeau. All right, let's get to the props. I told you earlier in the show we got our sharp football insurance back yesterday, uh, the three out of four, With the Cowboy-Jaguar game. Let's try to get it tonight. Uh, Of course, uh, get your stake back up to $25. Sharp football. One-game parlay insurance from BetMGM. Opt-in. Place a football one-game parlay with four legs or more. If you miss one leg, you will receive up to $25 back in free bets. Here's what we're going with tonight, Sky. I didn't like that line either, but I think the Packers will win the game. Packers' money line. Aaron Rodgers, over 220 passing yards. Christian Watson, 70 passing yards, over 70 receiving yards, excuse me. And Aaron Jones, anytime touchdown. This is a 9-1, to one-game one parlay ticket uh, that we are going to try to cash tonight.
4: Yeah, I like it a lot. And I'd say the only thing that I'm concerned about is, uh, frankly, uh, is Rodgers over 220, to be honest, because
5: that's, that's uh, uh, he I'm
4: just hasn't played that. well the whole year, and they're not good. Uh, They are awful. It has not been their year. People talking about them making the playoffs are on acid, okay? It's not happening. So that would be the thing I'm worried about is him going over that number. I don't buy that he's having some big game.
5: Well, 220 is what we put in the parlay. Let's look and see what his number is for the game. It's actually more than that, 225 and a half. It was 229 and a half. It's going down. So, we're looking for 220 for the parlay, but I think if we took the parlay out of the equation, we like the under. Yeah,
4: I'm on the under. I I just, like, this has not been uh, the Aaron Rodgers year. Uh, Are they going to still try to find a way to give him the MVP, his third in a row, for the crappy season he just had? Maybe he should do some more national television interviews. Maybe he should do some more psychedelic drugs. All I know is he has stunk all year. That's it.
5: Baker Mayfield, 188-and-a-half tonight uh, there. Minus 120 to the over, minus 110 to the Under. Over. I think he's going under, under too, because
4: he's going to freeze his onions off. And I'll, I'll give him this. He played in Cleveland, so he knows what it's like. But now that he's been in L.A. for a couple weeks, the last thing you want to do is play in 15-degree weather. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, it's now, me. look. It's one thing to be the Miami Dolphins and have Hill and and Waddle. Uh, the Rams actually have nothing on their team, so they have no talent, and so they're not just going to rope out on the uh, Packers and start throwing bombs and scoring on every play. I think the uh, Rams are going to have trouble finding the end zone once.
5: Uh, we also have one more for Rodgers. That's passing touchdowns. It's one and a half. I do kind of like uh, the under's pretty juiced, minus 125. I like the under there. I think they run the touchdowns in tonight.
4: I'm with you, man. I, I don't believe in this team at all.
5: Uh, rushing, Aaron Jones, 59 and a half, was 60 and a half. Here's what worries me a little bit here. The guy we're going to do next has been getting more carries, A.J. Dillon. Could be an under for me for Jones as well, Scotty.
4: Yeah, I think Jones is too important for him. I, I'll go over.
5: I'm going to go over with A.J. Dillon. It's 45 and a half. We're going to take a shot with him. It's minus 110 to the over. Maybe both go over, Scotty. They just run the rock all night.
4: Yeah, I'll take that over, too. I think they both will go over. I don't think that's uh, asking a lot, that they both have 60 yards. I mean, honestly, like, are you kidding me? They used to do that every week, every year.
5: Yeah, and and remember, no Aaron Donald on that Ram line tonight. Uh, It's not like they got their normal guys up there to stuff the run. Uh, could be a good big night for both of them. Cam Akers for the Rams. We've seen him resurrect the last couple of weeks. Fifty-four and a half. It's gone down to now for him tonight against the Packers.
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Actually, he's going to be another one wishing his mommy could bring him a warm blankie. I, you know, I don't think he's going to feel real good about running the rock on that rock hard cement cement field. Is what they're playing on tonight.
5: Uh, Christian Watson tonight. We know the deal with the touchdowns. We're going to see that in a moment. Uh, 49 and a half for him. He's got eight tutties in his last four games. And they've been, co- most have been long ones, Scotty. He can get this on one catch. That's the one thing about this
4: number. Yeah, I like the over with that kid. Uh, I won't deny he's got talent.
5: Uh, Allen Lazard is at 43 and a half tonight. Uh, I'm going under with Lazard, Scotty. Under for me. He's gone down to 43 and a half.
4: Yeah, I think, uh, I'll just give it all to Watson. I'm not giving it to anybody else. In fact, give it all I don't to think Watson. have anyone else.
5: Uh, Van Jefferson's 34 and a half. It's gone up, actually, was 33 and a half. Um, look, uh, the Ram numbers are low. Even though, you know, Mayfield's 188, the Ram receiver numbers are very low. I-, I think
4: Van Jefferson can have 34 yards. I do believe that he'll have three or four catches and go over that number.
5: Uh, and I think that Skoranek can go over his 31 and a half too. They're low numbers. Very low. The pride of South Bend, Scotty.
4: Skoranek, Let's go. All right. I'm with you on Skoranek. That's nothing. Uh, I think they both can go over 34 and 32.
5: Uh, and I'll blow through the last couple. I like Mason Crosby over one and a half field goals at minus 130. The Tutties tonight. Christian Watson plus uh 140. We're going with him. He's got eight in the last four. AJ Dillon plus a buck 25. If you want to get a Ram touchdown, Cam Akers is plus 100. Or the big ball, Van Jefferson at plus 350, Scotty. Watson I like tonight. Let's go.
4: Yeah, I'll give Watson one. I- I'm down with that. I'm- I won't be surprised if Dylan pounds one in either.
3: Let's go. Lion Share, brought to you by BetMGM
4: All right, Jason Scott is the VP of Trading at BetMGM as we bring him in every week on Coast to Coast to find out what's going on with a hizzy. Uh, let's start with this news about Jalen Hurts, how that's rocking your afternoon out in Vegas.
7: Scotty, it's about as clear as mud right now. Uh, we do know Jalen Hurts is out this week against Dallas. Currently, all we can go of is that customers were coming in. We saw a lot of bets for Patrick Mahomes, MVP, which clicked. Twitter's got varying reports from anything from a broken collarbone to a sprained shoulder. Sprained shoulder suggesting an only week that missed this week against Dallas, a broken collarbone six to eight weeks, which means he'll be playing through the playoffs with painkillers. So uh, a little bit of confusion right now, but that's the fun of this
4: game, isn't it? That's crazy. So uh, that line just went nuts for the Cowboys immediately, right?
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sure. When these things happen, we sort of uh, the the closest things first. So we worry firstly about the uh, the next game, then the player awards, and then the te- then the team's futures. So
4: the but uh, the line. What did the line in the game do already?
7: Uh, it's now you're now at plus six Philly, uh, and uh, plus two twenty. The line minus two seventy five Dallas. Uh, there's no Nick Foles sitting at home to to carry Philly home to a Super Bowl this time.
4: What was it? What was it originally?
7: I think it was, I'll have to check, but I think it was three and a half the other way So it's moved a good 10 points, nine and a half points.
4: Wow. That is just crazy. And that, I mean, that basically, you know, in not so many words ruined Christmas. I mean, honestly, like Christmas Eve, that was the game of the day, uh, the game of the year. It was all just uh, licking your chops and now it's just meaningless.
7: Yeah, yeah, it certainly put a hole in my Christmas Day.
4: I mean, honestly, was that, so was that game on Saturday or Sunday?
7: Uh, I must admit, uh, I do have that in front of me. I do. It's the 24th, so that's. So they're playing Saturday. Yeah.
4: So their game. I'm just looking at it right here. Their game is Saturday at 425 in uh, Jerry's world. It yeah, was, it was the,
7: it was, sort of the, it, was the pre, it was the prelim of the big game between the Steelers and the Raiders, which is the light game.
4: Right. And that one, uh, Carver high told me that one's going to be four degrees in Pittsburgh at kickoff four degrees for the 50 year anniversary of the immaculate reception, uh, in Pittsburgh. And I gave those tickets away for the Raider game, uh, on Christmas Eve to some friend of my sister's. They're going to the game, freezing their onions off. The Christmas Day games are the Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Rams, and the Buccaneers, Cardinals. I mean, geez, if it wasn't for the Dolphins playing on Christmas Day, it would be all losers. I mean, the Packers stink, the Broncos and Rams are worse, and the Bucks and Cardinals smell too like dead fish. I mean, honestly, Christmas Day, I might have more fun listening to my wife yell at me about cleaning up the mess from Christmas, honestly.
7: Well, I'm, a, uh, I'm a Cardinals fan, Scotty. I'm a Cardinals fan, and I planned all year to hop on a plane and duck up there Christmas afternoon and watch Tom Brady for the last time, but I don't think I can make myself get on that plane to go and watch those two teams in red stink.
4: I know. You can't even, you can't even motivate yourself to get off the couch to go to the game, uh, and that would have been a great road trip, but now it's ruined. Uh, with how popular Argentina was to win the game, uh, World Cup and the over two and a half, how much of a hit did you guys take for the World Cup final that was spectacular?
7: We broke even. We, we got saved by the draw. So we, we lost heavily on the futures market. We lost heavily on the overs market. We lost heavily on the uh, Argentina to, to lift the cup and win the game. But when it, the 90 minutes draw basically... Uh, canceled out all of those and we pretty much broke even. No one bets a draw at 90 minutes. It's always a good result for the book.
4: Yeah, what I learned is never bet on soccer again as long as you live. Here's the moral of the story. I bet on Argentina uh, to win a a buck 60 and I was jumping around, dancing around, screaming, yelling, laughing, uh, running room to room. And then I looked on my sports book, BetMGM account, and it took all my money and I went, uh, that has to be a mistake. And I said to my buddy, I said, "I just lost that bet." And he goes, "Yeah, you lost the bet. It was a ninety-minute bet. Uh, it's not—they uh, had to win in ninety, not in penalty kicks. So you lost the bet. I have never won a game before, and, and like, and and lost the bet. Like, you know. So I thought I won the bet and the game. I thought I had it all, and I lost. So I'm done with soccer. Okay, I, I'll watch soccer now. I will watch it. I loved it. I thought it was great." but I didn't know there was 95 ways the house can kick me in the onions uh, in soccer. Like, I didn't know that, I'll be honest with you, I'm not that smart. I, I'm just not that savvy that there's 45 ways to lose.
7: I'm sure you'll have some visitors, uh, viewers that disagree with me, Scotty, but soccer at the top level is a great level, to, a great sport to watch. Soccer, even at a good middle level, is boring as you know what. I, it's got to be the elite level. I think anything other than that is
4: unwatchable. You're right. It's the Champions League and the World Cup, and that's it. Like, you can't even get into Olympic soccer. It sucks, too. I agree. Um, Did the standalone games on Saturday in the NFL bring in a lot of action like they did on Thanksgiving, or did the games that should have been blowouts drive people away? Uh, I think because we
7: had the carrot at the end of the day of the Dolphins and the Bills, which, frankly, was probably the best game of the weekend, uh, it was enough. The activity was really good. Um, and anyone who watched that it, Indianapolis Colts-Miami Vikings game, it might have been it might have been like watching a train wreck, but you couldn't take your eyes off it, could you? So it sort of kept people in. And then they bet up in the middle game and the last game. So they're really, really good handles for us. We're really happy with it.
4: Yeah, I'll bet you were. I was really happy too until uh, when I was down 33 nothing, and then I came back and won 39-36, and I was laying three in a hook.
7: Yeah, the hook's the problem. That was the worst result in the history of BetMGM for live betting. We lost seven figures betting live on that game with the true believers just kept coming from Minnesota at the big price.
4: So in the middle of that game, they're down 33-0, and you're telling me how much money came in on Minnesota. Seven figures, like yeah. a lot of money.
7: Yeah, we lost $1.5 million. The average price laid was about $4, but... We saw a little bit at seventeen, but we saw a, which to me was under the odds. I don't know how you could have taken seventeen dollars, but that's a different argument. But we saw a fair bit at eight, ten, twelve, and then a, and, a, and a decent chunk at four and five dollars.
4: So when you're watching at the book and you're seeing this thirty-three nothing, and then all of a sudden it's thirty-three fourteen, and and you're seeing it happening and you're seeing all that money come in. What's the atmosphere like behind the the window? Something like
7: that that is so bizarre, you're kind of laughable. I mean, I said to somebody when they went to toss the coin for overtime, there's no point tossing it here. You know, the Colts were probably about a 20-1 to 1 chance. They were mentally shot at that stage. Um, so at yeah. that stage, it was sort of over and just wait for the inevitable to happen in extra time and take our beating. What we didn't, didn't want, actually, we the main thing we didn't want is what you wanted. We didn't want a Minnesota touchdown in extra time, first score, and... And to pay, I have to pay out all the pregame business
4: as well. So, Because then you would have had to pay, like, it, it, you would have lost millions.
7: Yeah, we would have. Yeah, we got lucky.
4: Did people jump more on the dogs before those games started or more uh, on the teams that come back during the game? Was it worse for uh, the pregame? Definitely, or
7: the- definitely. It was worse with them coming back. Uh, the Vikings was worse. Then we we did see a decent amount of money for both the Ravens and the Vikings later in the day. Oh, sorry, the Ravens and the... Dolphins later in the day with people obviously betting up their profits and wanting to stick with the dogs. So the Bills, which would usually be a horrible result for us, uh, the fact that they won but not cover, we actually won on that game. So oh, I believe yeah, we it. we did see a I,
4: I lost that bet, but I did really well on uh, Sunday. I hit the Texans. Uh, I hit the Giants. Uh, I hit the Lions. I hit the Bengals comeback. Uh, I hit the Broncos. Uh, so I was doing really well on Sunday. What was it? Uh, was the was the week good or bad for you as a whole? Saturday and Sunday combined.
7: Uh, Saturday was spectacularly good, uh, despite all of that. And Sunday we, we had a small win yesterday. Uh, thank pretty much, thankfully, to two games the the Cowboys and the and the Jags. And the late game was really good for us. We uh, we really needed New York uh, to win that
4: game. Yeah, me too, and it happened. What is the action like tonight on this game in fifteen degree Green Bay?
7: You're not going to be surprised to hear me say it's been subdued. I think I think when football gets spread out Monday nights, it seems like a long weekend when the, when we have Saturday play and when you've got let's let's be blunt, an awful game tonight. Uh, we're not seeing the usual Monday night Monday evening rush.
4: Is that right? Uh, now, how do you feel about the? Let's start with the total at 39 and a hook how do you feel about it what
7: are you what are you leaning I'd lean under I I just don't think the I don't think the Rams have have a way to score many points uh I think between the weather the I heard you say before to coverver high that you've got no faith in rogers neither do we uh it seems like a small total but I'm, I'd be I'd prefer to if I if I had to bet one for my life I'd be on the unders
4: uh, what has the action been like so far on the on the bowl games? Uh, because I'm watching uh, right now Marshall beating the snot out of UConn, and I think UConn's uh, quarterback is the worst player in the history of the game.
7: That's a wrap. A firm to live up to. Um, look, the, the ball action is really good. We're not seeing anything in advance with the exception of the playoff the semifinals and what we, well, we have seen, we've seen an absolute fortune for the, for the overs in the Ohio state game. That's moved about four or five points that game. Um, but most of the others, we're not seeing much pre-game. but on game though, in the last hour or two, football's still king. Not so much today, this early game. It's a funny time when it's the only game on a Monday. I'm not quite sure why they did start so early, maybe because they didn't want anyone watching the worst quarterback in the history of football. Um, that, we haven't seen a lot, but last week was solid. And as the quality of the games go up, we know we'll see good activity this week.
4: I made a lot of money on Saturday with Kansas over Indiana, but I got to tell you, I got burned on Gonzaga against Bama, and I got burned on Virginia against Houston. I thought uh, I thought the Cavs would play better in Charlottesville at home getting two and a half, no matter who they played, uh, that they're tough to beat in that building, and they got their ass beat. So uh, college basketball has been a tough buy. I hit New Mexico last night against Iona in a big way. Are you seeing a lot of people betting on it yet?
7: We're seeing an increasing number. Obviously, as college football drops, um, NFL starting to come to the end of the year, we see more interest. Look, frankly, bookmakers never win in the first four to six weeks of college basketball. Just the the number of games, the lack of knowledge we have in front of us. There's always seems to be people that are smarter than us. If we can get out of this first month, you know, even or just slightly up, we'll be really happy. We know post Christmas and certainly post post February onwards, when football season it gets to the meat, we are we seem to have a chance. The markets are a lot a lot tighter and we've got more data points to work from.
4: How much money are, are being bet on uh, the Knicks and Nets right now? with as hot as they are? I hit the Knicks last night against the Pacers. At seven straight, and they've been making me money.
7: Seemed a good price last night, too. at them or just a little bit better for the Knicks, depending on when you bet. Pick them. Uh, Yeah. Pick them, yeah. Look, if you, <laughs> they're never good, the New York teams. So the New York crowd are a very parochial bunch, and they've got more money than everyone else in the country, which is good
4: when they're losing. Hey, Merry Christmas, Jason. I love you, bro. I Have a great you. Christmas.
5: certainly is. 1917, the NHL plays its first games. Hockey. The Montreal Canadiens beat the Ottawa Senators 9-4. And the Montreal Wanderers beat the Maple Leafs 10-9. How about that? 1971, Houston safety Ken Houston returns two picks to the house to set the NFL career record for nine uh, on interceptions or kick returns. 76. Steelers beat the Colts 40-14. In an AFC playoff game, 10 minutes after the game is over, a former charter pilot crashes a rented plane into the upper deck of Memorial Stadium, Scotty. Do you remember that one? 1980, no. Raging Bullets released in the United States. 1983, former Cy Young award winner Vida Blue sentenced to 90 days in prison on cocaine charges. 84, Wayne Gretzky is the 18th and youngest player in NHL history record is one thousandth point point. 88 Oklahoma's football team gets three years probation two-year bowl ban for repeated recruiting violations 90 Bo Jackson named to the AFC Pro Bowl team as a reserve becoming the first athlete chosen for all-star games in two sports also 90 Kevin McHale reaches the 15,000 career point mark 1991 more cocaine problems. Steve Howe arrested in Montana, Scotty, in 91. 92, Pat Riley, 12th coach in NBA history to win his 600th game. 2001, Byron Left, which leads Marshall in an epic comeback from down 38-8 to at halftime. Two overtimes in the GMAC Bowl. Maybe UConn can do that to Marshall today. 2007, yeah, sure. Islanders forward Chris Simon suspended 30 games for stepping on Yarko Ruto with his skate. 2007. 2000- Doc Ellis dies from 63, dies at 63, 2010 I don't have time for it, Scotty. Miracle at the Meadowlands, too. Remember the Deshaun Jackson punt return and Coughlin yelling at the punter dodge. What are you doing? And they ended up beating the Giants on the final play of the game. There you go.
4: Wow. I mean, that's a lot of information.
0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it.
1: You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.